and welcome to another episode of Amy Talks. Today I'm speaking to Cheesy Village drawing extraordinaire Han Fernie about her wishes to be a full-time artist and how she got big names to notice her art. Apologies for sounding uh, very ill. I am. I recorded two interviews this week, uh, this one and the next one. And they were both when I wasn't feeling very well. So, yeah, sorry for, for that. Anyway, onwards with the good news story, as always, which comes from our good friends at the Good News Network, where I found a story that said a UK supermarket chain is to ban palm oil um, from its 130 unnamed brand product lines. If you haven't heard the story, it's Iceland. They said the ban, which will go into full effect by the end of 2018, is expected to reduce demand by over 500 tonnes every year. And the reason they're doing this is because palm oil is one of the largest contributors to deforestation in Southeast Asia. And it says whilst other corporate food brands have made efforts to certify their products are palm oil free, Iceland is the first major UK grocery store to ban it completely. And they say currently about half of the supermarket's products contain palm oil. They said even though the ban may incur additional costs to the company, the reps say that those expenses won't be passed on to the consumer. So, so they would the products would be at the same price, but they would be a healthier for you and b don't destroy the world. Um, so that's actually a really good thing, and I hope more chains do the same thing. It's much the same with like, plastic-free aisles as well. Yeah, I, I hope a lot of people kind of jump off that bandwagon and do the same thing. In case you don't know Han, uh, she creates amazing art and then puts them for display on Instagram, as well as having an Etsy shop for her badges and her other merch that she creates. It's really good. I'd recommend you check it out. Um, oh, <laughs> And she joins me now. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Yeah. So with this, with this kind of art that you do, so what made you interested in it and wanting to pursue it as a career? Well, I've always drawn from, like, very, very young. And I know, like, a lot of artists say that. But, like, I think it's kind of... I always believe that anyone can do art. But I think, like, it is kind of built into you in a way. Like, you either really, really want to do it or it's just, like, a hobby. And I think, for me, it's always been something that I, like, see myself doing forever. Um, My dad was an artist for a lot of, like, many, many years. And um, it's just something I've always loved doing. And um, it's only kind of recently that I've kind of said to myself, like, why am I not doing this as a career? But, I mean, art is just so difficult to pursue. Mm. And it's one of those things you've just got to literally work and work and work and, like, put in so many hours that you don't get paid for um, and obviously have, like, a nine-to-five job as well. So, yeah, yeah, it's just something I've always wanted to do. But I think, like, now more than ever, I'm kind of really pushing myself to kind of, hopefully make this a career so yeah Mm, okay so your style is very unique um so what attracted you to drawing um they're called chibis if anyone doesn't know are there any challenges with drawing in a chibi style yeah I think um I, I kind of adapted that style from a very young age from watching Pokemon and things like that um and it's kind of like something I kind of I always believe that like 
other artists are inspired by other artists and I think that's fantastic and I think like as you grow up you kind of as an artist you kind of look at everyone's style and you think okay I don't like that okay I like that like I want to adapt that maybe I'll do this and I think that's so cool and I think it's just something like pieces of the puzzle that I've kind of picked up from different places and put it all together and said actually no that works and that doesn't work and um but I always watch like Pokemon and um like things like that like Digimon Beyblades and stuff and it's always like a cartoon style is always something I wanted to do I did it for my um, GCC project even though my teacher hated it um but yeah it's just always something I've like I, I love and I'm not a fine artist and I'm awful at fine art <laughs> and it's just not something that appeals to me as well like I look at it and I'm like it's beautiful for what it is and like you know these artists that create it are very talented but it's just not something that I like so I think I've always been into that kind of like big colourful style and yeah oh cool you also sell your drawings in the forms of like merch and you do commissions for people so why do you think people like to buy things that are hand-drawn I think it makes it special I think if it's something different isn't it like obviously Mm. like a lot of for example, like celebrities or whatever, they create their own merch and stuff. And it's usually like, it's amazing merchant. But a lot of the time it is maybe like a picture of their face or something. And I think people don't necessarily always want that. They want something a little bit different. And that's kind of what like I try and feed off. Mm. Um, I mean, I love, I usually, the people and the things that I draw, the people that I genuinely love, Mm. it's not about like, oh, this will get a lot of likes but it is things that I do consider when I'm drawing I do think about what is popular at the time and what might sell um yeah so I think it's a bit it's kind of a bit of everything really um Mm. I think also especially when it comes to like commissions um it's lovely to have something drawn and like you could ask five different people to draw it and they're all going to draw it in a different way and they're all going to draw this person in a different way. Mm. I think that's really cool. And I think if you like a style, definitely support artists. Mm. Uh, you know, I love I love it when obviously people ask me for commissions, but it's really great to see like other artists commissioning other artists and stuff because it just helps support artists so much. And I think people don't realise that like one commission might, you know, really help an artist out, might get them exposure, it might you know help pay for something and yeah I think I think it's so important to support other artists and I will always commission other artists too because I think that's really important okay you've drawn many people as you you rightly said that you admire including uh, the youtubers Dan and Phil Max and Neve from Catfish and people like um, Shane Dawson so you know you post them to Instagram and you get loads of likes because I've, I've seen them um oh, thank you. <laughs> is there a, a good community of um artists on instagram and why do you post to that platform kind of more than others i think instagram is the best definitely for artists i would say it's the best platform 100 percent um i think the thing is with facebook is people don't realize like i started off on facebook and i think the thing with facebook is that they kind of made it now about marketing mm. and so even when you have a big audience on facebook they only show they only what they don't tell you as well and if you don't read the fine print I don't want to get sued here but it's the truth um like you know they don't let all your audience see what you're posting you have to actually pay to promote yeah um which obviously isn't ideal and especially if you've worked really hard like 
for an audience you've worked really hard to make this audience happen and mm. now you've got this audience and it's fantastic but when you post they won't necessarily see everything you post mm. which is like a real shame and I think the beauty about Instagram is it does just come up in a timeline there's no complications you know if you post something they most like your followers most likely will see it um and I think it's just so most people are on Instagram as well which obviously is very helpful but I just think it's such an artistic platform because there's no you know obviously there's people post captions and things but it's mainly about pictures and art and I think that's so so good um so yeah, I've always I've always kind of done the best on Instagram so I think that's one I'll probably be sticking with most okay do you ever have difficulty kind of finding things to take inspiration from and kind of draw from and if so, how do you um, overcome it? Well, I have artist blog all the time. <laughs> and it's the most frustrating thing in the world because you literally just want to draw. And I think, like, the thing is, it's in your head. And you can see it so well in your head. And not being able to get it over onto paper is just so frustrating. But um, I think what I do when that happens is give myself a break. And, like, I'm not very good at giving myself a break <laughs> with, like, <laughs> when it comes to art because usually I will just draw and draw and draw until until I make it happen but um I think that's the most important thing for other artists too to remember like you need to give yourself that break in order to be creative mm-hmm. I a while ago had another account that actually got hacked but um I had a large audience on it um but I was I was probably only posting every five six days I was barely posting and these days like I'm posting probably every day or every other day I'm posting a new piece of art and I think like sometimes it it comes to a point where you're just like you need a break like Mm. you need to give yourself a rest so that's what I definitely don't yeah definitely like don't push yourself too hard you you deserve a break now and then so um Mm. I usually just try and stay away and maybe focus focus on something else like planning a new badge or um, designing a new backer for the, one of the badges or just doing like a stock take of what I have or you know things like that so I try and focus my attention on something else and hopefully create great things will come to me but um, I mean I get most of my inspiration from watching people and watching things and watching you know moments of that happen in films or tv shows or songs or really mm-hmm. it could be anything but it's mainly like creative arts that I kind of get my inspiration from mm-hmm. Speaking of Catfish, you've actually been on the show to discuss your art. The special's called A Cat Cat Catfish World, if you want to go and see it. Um, it's up on YouTube and Daily Motion and all those sites, so just search for it and you'll find it. So how did that come about and how was Skyping with Neva Max? Tell us all about it. Well, it was <laughs> amazing. It was very overwhelming. Um, I can imagine. Yeah, uh, I think Max had been in contact with me before because I have been drawing for a very long time especially catfish things I've probably been drawing catfish I think since like 2013 maybe Mm. 2014 and I slowly started getting kind of noticed by Max and he liked my art and he kind of messaged me I think it just kind of grew from there and I think that's the thing as well with art like it is addictive and I think Obviously, if you're an artist, you should be drawing for you. And I always remind myself of that. Like, if you're an artist, draw for you. That you're not drawing for anyone else. You might be drawing the people you love, but you you have to remember that you don't do it to be seen. You do it to enjoy it. For the love of it, yeah. 
yeah exactly and I think like the thing is with that though is it does get addictive when you start getting noticed by the people you're drawing you do think oh they like this or maybe I'll draw another one for them and it is like a high because it's like you know this person who's important and a celebrity basically you know is saying they like my art and that's amazing that feels really good and I think that's when you (laughs) sometimes get a bit of wrapped up on drawing the same thing again and again so I think I was in that kind of phase where I was drawing a lot of catfish stuff mainly catfish I think um and I kind of just became friends with Max through that and um met him a few times in London obviously we went to the premiere of his movie and I think yeah we just kind of struck up what I would say is like a friendship like it was really cool because he he's kind of the kind of person who really appreciates art and I think he just really liked it and through that we kind of became friends which was cool um and then I kind of became friends with like the cast and crew as well through mm-hmm. that um and one of them hit me up and said they're making a special and I kind of didn't believe it at first I was <laughs> I thought it was like a prank <laughs> or something yeah and it kind of got better and better really because it started off we want to include your art so I thought okay cool so they're going to put like a few pieces up on the screen and that'll be cool and then it came back oh, we want you to Skype with Max and Neve. And I was like, this is insane. Like, what is happening? But obviously it happened. I remember being really nervous and I watch it back now and I cringe so much because, like, it... I don't (laughs) want to... Yeah, like, I don't... I I think the thing is to remember, like, I was so nervous that, like, I wasn't being me. And that wasn't me being fake. It was just that I was so nervous. I understand that, yeah. Exactly, that I couldn't... Like, because I'd always, I'd always talked to Max before and stuff, and if it was just him, obviously, I feel a bit probably more at ease. But obviously, Neve was there, and I'd never talked to Neve, and I'd never been on like a televised thing. Um, yeah. And I think the thing is, when you're when you're talking, you know it's going to be aired. You do. You're so being careful about what you what you say, and I think obviously they're going to edit it anyway. Mm. Um, but yeah, the thing I remember the most is like we had like a forty-five minute conversation. And it ended up being like five, ten minutes, and like I remember there being a few like funny moments. And I, I remember thinking, "Oh, I hope they put them in," but they just didn't. <laughs> what 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 are the funny moments? Can you can you spill some spill some secrets? Some <laughs> well, uh, Neve was saying how um, we intended to meet him in London, actually, mm. and you know, and um, yeah, I remember that we obviously missed him and I made a whole joke about like um oh I'm really sorry I stood you up Neve and like and we had like a bit of banter but they didn't put that in I felt like I think they wanted me to come across quite I mean I might be wrong but I think they wanted to probably wanted me to come across quite like you know not fangirly but yeah yeah absolutely but I've never really been that person that was like really fangirly in the sense that I'd be like crying or like devoted and so like I wanted to come off like cool and I think it didn't really work but I just remember being so overwhelmed and it was like it was it was an amazing experience and stuff and I'm really glad I did it um but I do look back now and I'm like oh I can't watch that it's so cringy and also they made me um usually you know when you're like filming anything or something you you always put your camera in like a nice yeah yeah downward angles mm-hmm. make you look perfect and skinny and, <laughs> and I remember like the producer going through with me how he wanted the camera oh, God. and I was like oh man this is not flattering <laughs> <laughs> but 
but um yeah like, I'm really glad I did it and it's so cool to say that I've won it and um I've only probably watched it twice I think um my friends and family have probably watched it 50,000 times <laughs> I've watched it twice and uh, I haven't actually put it on my new Instagram yet. I've put a picture of them holding my art, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, they said they were going to send some signed art to me, but they never did the end. Maybe I'll have to hit them up and get that over, because that'd be cool. But, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was just a really cool experience, and I'm glad I did it. Yeah, but um, it was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. So that's all the questions I have for you today. Um, thank you very much for joining me. It was lovely to chat. Thank you. Thanks for having me. That's all right, and uh, I guess I'll speak to you soon. Okay, I'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you very much to Han for answering my questions. You can follow her on Twitter and Facebook at Chibi Village and on Instagram at Chibi Village Artist. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at Amy Talks Podcast and on Facebook to search for Amy Talks. Subscribing to the show on iTunes couldn't be easier. Search in the iTunes store for Amy Talks and click subscribe so you never miss another episode. Until next time, bye!